Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. Blessings. I think it's very exciting to see what God is doing. Um, I think it feels like a huge injection to the body of Christ of hope even. Um, you know, the, the things that we have been longing for, things that have been in our heart, uh, we're hearing rumors of, you know, we're seeing um, people starting to gather, we're seeing people starting to be impacted by the Holy Spirit. And it's like uh, little fires bursting out everywhere. And it's super, super encouraging, you know. I'm, I'm going to do something that I that I judge other people for, but um, I think it was about a year ago that uh, I prophesied this. <laughs> um, it, as I as I, as as I, I always uh, said, um, the uh, you know I can remember I can remember seeing I love I can remember seeing this thing that was happening and seeing it happening, and it was like these agents from heaven that were actually being embedded in the land. Um, oh, you were seeing this in the spirit. I was seeing this in the unseen realm. Or yes. For just for clarity, for <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Just you go ahead. There. For clarity, for what? Just for uh, just go ahead. I'm interrupting. Okay, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was seeing these these agents of heaven like being embedded in the earth and the idea was that they were planted and that when the time was right they would they would rise and and one of the things that that struts that's striking at the minute and there is this uh, and this goes right the way back to the start of the pandemic you know it's like God recalling all the angels back because he's about to unload on unleash something um on the earth that is never we've never seen before and and it is sort of like and then what happened is the enemy sort of like did covid um and manipulated even systems on the earth to prevent god doing something which is laughable um but that's kind of what what he's always tried to do and i think even even like the church being reduced during that time and the church being reduced to its maximum strength, yeah. um, just like Gideon's army, you know, being reduced to your maximum strength, not to just have everybody mm-hmm. uh, and anybody, anyway, I'll, I could go on there, but um, <clears throat> just to allow some, sort of like easier alignment and easier, like uh, you're not having to convince people to come and you're not having to convince people to fight and all that. So. Uh, but then these sort of like agents of heaven, and there is this rumor among the angels. Um, and that's a phrase I've used a couple of times, you know, in my, in my life, but it's like there is, there are these whispers among the angels that it's, it's happening, mm-hmm. but there's something happening. And one of the things that, that strikes me is that this was over multiple places, that this wasn't simply... Um, you know, an epicenter of revival, that this would be an epicenter of revival, whatever whatever way you want to believe about revival, an epicenter of, you know, a billion soul harvest and all that. 
And, and what I think is happening, one of the dangers that's happening is because it's not one center, we think it's leaderless. Mm -hmm. that, the, that we think that this isn't, um, I, you know, that this isn't actually about our ability to honor the man and woman of God, the man or woman of God who's actually decided that this is going to be a revival or that this is going to be a move of God or this is going to be an awakening or whatever you like. Honestly, I've yeah. heard people go up, say it moves from a renewal to revival <laughs> to reformation to renaissance. We, just, we love to. Like, I, we I, love I, the labels. We I love don't, to. don't see that anywhere in the Bible, but that's great, right? <laughs> so all the R's. Um, uh, but, but it is this, just, just because it's scattered doesn't mean it's leaderless. Yes. In fact, you know, Bob Jones, the prophecy that Bob Jones gave that when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and of course, which, you know, they, I think they won just before COVID. Yeah, um, 2020. Yeah, so they won just before COVID, and then immediately there's resistance to prophetic word. And those that disdain and despise prophecy will hold that up as saying, hey, mm -hmm. yeah, what happened then? Well, what happened then was the enemy was mobilized because he knew heaven was on the move. So mm -hmm. God did it again. Um, and, has, you know, God has reinforced the sign. But the interesting thing about Bob Jones's word is that he said that, you know, when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I'm going to paraphrase, I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> but when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, yes. we'll know that it's the revival the start of the billion soul harvest, but it will yes. be the rise of the apostolic chiefs. Yes. Yes. So, so for me, there's like prophetically, uh, biblically, historically, mm -hmm. the there's always been a man or woman of God, and you know we had we had our foundations last weekend, and we're chatting about this a little bit, and. <clears throat> And, and our foundations are a year, we've taken a year to gather uh, apostles and prophets, a group of apostles and prophets who come and we meet together for th over a period of three days and dig in. So, thank you. Just wanted to clear that. Just in case there's any confusion. Just in case. <laughs> Did you, was that in the unseen or the scene? No. <laughs> Where are we gathering? Oh, I'm never going to hear. I'm never going to hear the end of this. You're not. No, you will. I'm sure. I'm just trying to, you know. You're so pastoral. I'm just trying to help people. <laughs> so, um, for the new peeps, thank you, Kristen. I'm not resisting it. I'm not. I'm not resisting. Yes, it. for the new peeps. So, so the there there comes a point when someone has to say this, this is revival. Hmm. Like that, that's, that's the bit. And, you know, realizing that there is like, we had meetings in our church. We've actually been part of meetings even since that if, and I've gone online and said, if this had happened 20 years ago, we'd have thought blue, or, you know, that full-on revival has actually come. And I think it's, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure communication's done well then. Yes. So, so for me, it is like that. It, 
what's required mm -hmm. is the apostolic chiefs to stand up and say this is it come on yes and then what do you do <laughs> you know so we we would have said oh my goodness mm -hmm. if, there, if we'd have been in a meeting like this 20 years ago we'd have thought the full-on revival had just broken out and here's the thing <laughs> i think it did yeah but i didn't know to stand and say this is it because i was still waiting on toronto when toronto was really about john having the faith when randy came in mm. and blew the blew the 150 people yeah. church up you know when people are just manifesting and shaking and laughing john stood up and said this is it this hmm. feel that glory this this is what we've been praying for yes and the the thing for me would have been like I, I wanted a move of God that made people hungry for what was happening and really that's uh not what happens people are hungry so that when a move of God comes they'll say let's let's camp here mm -hmm. um so I do think you're going to get a lot a lot of apostolic chiefs not not prophetic chiefs like a bunch of apostolic chiefs who are going to like say this is it this is this is the mountain we we die on yes um this is what we've been praying for mm -hmm. and then the cost comes and you know mm -hmm. for john like one of the things mm -hmm. that the, the, the john is that he's just believes god mm -hmm. John Arnott just believes God. John and Carol just believe God. If we've been praying for something. Yeah, they're beautiful. Something moves. They're just beautiful people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And God moves, and this is it. And there is that. I mean, John is a very has a lot of authority in, in the spirit and also with people and all that, but he's a lot of authority. Like he's a big, you know, he is a big person. Um but there's also that childlike quality that he has to just say, God said this is going to happen. We're pursuing it. We've been to Argentina. We've got our hands laid on. We've got hands laid on us. We're actually pursuing it. We've called, we've been preparing. And then the minute God moves, yeah. this is it. Um, and I do think mm -hmm. that that's, that's a real challenge. Yeah. Because it, it will cost so much. Yeah, it's absolutely right. And we've never done it like this before. There's never been a move of God, moves of God, mm. when we have so much access to misinformation, lies, slander. We, we've never done it around Facebook, social media, um, all of those things. So it'll be interesting to watch. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think even um, Asbury, their comment was this has, is costing. You know, I think uh, there's a statement from one of the leaders there, and it, it is costly if you're doing, they did 24-7 worship, I think, um, for 
over a week and people are flocking and uh, amazing testimonies of the presence of God. Um, that, like, I think we love the presence and we want that, but I think there's the very practical side of uh, how do you sustain that? And I love John and Carl because they did, and I'm not saying this is the way it will all pan out, but I'm just saying, like, they laid down their lives for yeah. revival for the uh, for the presence of god they they give everything and they they did that for 14 years nightly meetings uh while the world came and flocked and got changed and encountered the most beautiful person in the universe they they encountered the majesty of god and the love of god and they did that um, for 14 years, every single night, all all day, I think, and all night. And so those nightly meetings for 14 yeah. years, apart from Monday nights, they took Monday nights off. Right. Um, but they had nightly meetings and trying to organize all that and move buildings in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, like the the practical details are super. Amazing. Run conferences yes. every month. They had a huge conference every month. Mm -hmm. um, it was incredible. Yeah. And you can, you know, you know, you can point to so many people that because of what they did, we're enjoying other things. Like the whole earth was impacted by their obedience. Yeah. And yeah, no Toronto, there's no Heidi. No Iris Ministries, yeah. no Bethel, no Bethel Music, no Chan, no, yeah. you know, it, no Randy, Global Awakening, mm -hmm. another Georgian. Yeah, Georgian Winnie, like so many. No Wes and Stacey Campbell, That's no right. Mark DuPont, <laughs> no David Rose. Like yeah. even people that have walked away from it, there's a, they're, yeah. Like this, this was. This was remarkable, and that was one epicenter. Yeah. So what does it look like when there's 20 in the U.S. alone? Mm -hmm. um, like 20? I, I actually don't believe there's going to be 4,000. I think there's going to be 20. Mm -hmm. um, and it is about who... No building contenders. That's absolutely right. Yeah. We're here, because We're here because of John and Carol. And, Carl. and um, <laughs> honestly, you know. Yeah, and the, the pursuit of our church in Belfast, like that when they yeah. pursued what was happening, like that was Paul Reed and all those mm -hmm. guys, all the mm -hmm. elders at the time, and just saying, we want this is it, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're here because of a Canadian. <laughs> we love Canadians. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very sobering, you know. And um, and even just, I think, seeing, like, fires starting, like when you were saying about the heavenly beings burying, like being sown into the ground and then starting to see now fires uh, coming up through the earth really and 
And, and tr honestly, that's not like that's. I think that's the logical interpretation. But what mm. I'm that that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, mm. what I'm hearing is rumor. Mm -hmm. um, but so, it, yeah, sorry. no, I think even to your point, um, it's like something. I think it was even Steve Witt had it on his Facebook and. He wrote their scene in Cleveland, Bethel, Cleveland, you know, uh, breakouts of the Holy Spirit. And I think my heart just leapt because this is something that uh, changed, like, we know the Holy Spirit lives in us, right? I, I know that. We have a great friendship with the Holy Spirit. He's everywhere. But but I don't think it's it's a... It's an, you know, an either or. It's not like I'm going to poo poo that because I have the Holy Spirit. I'm like, God, wherever you're moving, like, I don't want to miss a thing. And, and, and my heart leapt because it's something that is just so dear to us and so uh, it changed our lives in 1994. Like, it turned us upside down. Uh, and that was the Toronto blessing. And, you know, and we have been chasing God ever since with a whole, <laughs> some people would say it's too, you're too much. You're, you know, you're like, this is too intense. It's too much. And, and we're like, no, but we've seen what it's like when God invades a, a people. And when he has obedience of a people's, uh, when people say, yes, we've seen that. And it, there's nothing quite like it. And yes, we do that um, on our own. We do that with the Holy Spirit. We do that in, in our church gathering. But um, but as well as that, like God is doing something on the earth. Yeah. And and so it's not an either or. It's like, hey, we're we're all in here. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. This is our. our this is. This is amazing. It, it's why there needs to be a rise mm -hmm. of the apostolic chiefs, mm -hmm. because if it's if it's left to the pastors and teachers, nobody will make nobody. I realize this is harsh, all you pastors and teachers, but you're going to have other priorities. There's always mm -hmm. going to be a greater priority. The greater priority will be the values of the earth. Mm -hmm. um, that you know, there okay. there there comes a time. When if you don't hate your mother and father for the sake of the gospel, mm -hmm. like there comes a time whenever there's, um, whenever, I mean, I realize that given the idolatry around family that there is in the Western world, that this uh, will offend people because you may cause I, a few. <laughs> I, I do believe that the, the family stuff is the greatest idol that we have because it's one of the greatest threats, I think, to revival because we think that family comes first when it's actually always going to be God that comes first. Mm. And for those that say, well, God is not going to violate, you know, his, um, his priority of family, that that's not what Jesus or the early church modeled. Um, you know, even to the extent that if you're an unbelieving husband, you know, um, even to the extent of Jesus saying, mm -hmm. for, for those of you that have left your mother and father and everything, 
you're going to actually get your reward here on earth as well as in the life to come. So <clears throat> my, my point is that it requires the apostolic chiefs mm -hmm. to say the priority yes. of heaven is what we're here for. Mm -hmm. Like we're here to move in the priority of heaven. And yes, that's going to cost. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that's, that's yeah. what we do. We pay our price. And that's what the, that's what apostles do. Isn't it? Like that's what they do. They say, this is what heaven's doing. Now we're going to follow. And that's what, We've seen time and time again um, people leading the way, you know. Yeah, there's a reason why, you know, you, you look at John and Bill and Randy and uh, mm -hmm. Che particularly and say hey, these these are the apostles, you know. Revival Alliance is just a collection, not just, but it's a collection of apostles. And, mm -hmm. um and it's not that you've got a white magnet on the side of your Cadillac that tells people <laughs> you're apostle. It's you're calling people in to yeah. pay on a price. That's mm -hmm. good. really good. And really the price isn't the same as they would have paid in the first century. You know, mm -hmm. we're not like I, I think of Hudson Taylor leaving for China and knowing that he was saying goodbye to his family forever mm -hmm. um you know missionaries of of you know centuries ago not even centuries ago 100 200 yeah. years ago knew that when they were leaving to go to mm -hmm. the far off lands then that was kind of it they were mm -hmm. and all the questions came at them like how can you do this your family god can well god will never ask you to do this you know mm -hmm. we can both tell you that's not true I think we all always have a choice, don't we? But I think, um, and and it's it's not to say, like I think of Amy Carmichael, an Irish missionary. I think of Jackie Pullinger. I think of oh, so many. Um, we could name you like martyrs and people who have they have given everything to follow Jim God. Elliot. Jim Elliot. That's who I was thinking of. And um, that was, you know, it is loving God first. And, um, and that's not to say you don't love your family or you don't have, uh, you don't not care about them or you don't have boundaries. Like I think of William Brannan and the work that he did and the cost that he paid, but he didn't take care of himself. And so um, in the end, he kind of, he was amazing, but he burnt out uh, because when he got home, people would need ministry and They'd be lined up, literally lined up around his house and he would minister to them. You just minister, minister, minister. And I don't, I don't think, I think you have to actually take care of your physical body. I think you have to take care of your family, but I, I think God has to be first. And, um, and that doesn't always fit in our, <laughs> in our Western uh, family, you know? Like so. So there is a rumor among the angels. Mm -hmm. 
It is a very exciting time. Yeah. As, as C.S. Lewis said, you know, that Aslan mm -hmm. is on the move. Yes. Yeah, even, you know, we were in worship today and there was just a sense of anticipation, you know, um, singing about King Jesus. Yeah. And there, there was uh, this this sense of the angelic waiting, waiting, you know, it was almost like wait, wait. Uh, and they're waiting on that battle that let's go. Yeah. You know, it was a hold. You know, you see in the war, in the war films, hold, hold. Braveheart. The, Is that Braveheart? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even watched that. But it was that sense in worship, this whole angelic army um, waiting on just the go. And and I, and maybe there has been a go, I, you know, but um, just God's heart for people and his love for people and to pour out his goodness on the earth, like he is so good. And uh, we, we're seeing it. We're actually seeing that happen. It's beautiful. You know, I, I think of like when people encounter the love of God, it's like, uh, I remember Graham Cook's testimony um, when he was, I think he'd got out of prison, didn't yeah. he? Um, and when he got out of prison and he, he was going to look for this guy who had visited him, him in prison. And he was walking across the field and he saw this person coming towards him and he, he got his fists, you know, and he's like clenching his fists and um, getting ready for a fight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> getting ready for a, a showdown, this person. And, and the person kept coming closer and closer. And is that it was Jesus. And as he kept moving closer to Graham Cook, Graham Cook could feel these waves of love wash over him so much so that the, the fear and the anger and the rage was, he couldn't even hold his fists tight because the love of God was washing over him and undoing him. And, and, it, I think that for me is what happens when, when we experience a move of God, it, it is undoing. It's an undoing of us. We, it, it's like uh, things just dissipate in that presence, in that manifest presence of God. There, there's nothing, nothing like it. And I, I, I'm reminded of that verse that says, it is the kindness of God that leads to repentance. And um, it, it is pretty, isn't it amazing? <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do think what you'll see is, is um, the, the start of something and then the challenges come. It'll be the start. You'll see a bunch of starts. So don't be discouraged if you see starts and people go, mm, it's too much. Mm -hmm. Like, just don't be discouraged if you see, oh my goodness, look, 
revival broke out in our church because someone decided revival has broken out in our church and this is what we're going to do. We're going to meet now on, you know, Sunday night and Wednesday night and Friday night and we're going to pray and we're going to intercede and we're going to, you know, again, one of the, one of the misnomers is that, you know, is that it's leadership. And the other one is like, Oh my goodness. Oh, we had no time to get to the preaching. Whereas like the, the proclamation of the gospel is really important to any move of God. Um, so mm-hmm. anyway, so I, I think you'll see things starting and then mm-hmm. people deciding this is too much. Mm-hmm. The cost of this is too much. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it would be like to be out every night of the week for 14 years, apart from Mondays. That's when you do your laundry. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, in California, it's, it's Saturday and <laughs> it's Saturday. Sunday because it's the cheapest. <laughs> it's the cheapest, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Well, I, I think, like, God always gives us a choice, um, but he, he, he doesn't ask. He asks for everything, doesn't he? Yeah. Like. And the interesting thing is sort of, yeah. I, I always think God gives you a second mm. second chance, you know. So maybe maybe those that have said no mm-hmm. 20 years ago, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago are actually going to be the ones that say yes this time. Mm-hmm. So. Exciting days. Very exciting. And, you know, as, as we've said for years, harvest, a bumper harvest. Yeah. It just means hard work for everybody. <laughs> a billion soul harvest. My goodness. Can you imagine? What if your church doubled by next week? Could you handle it? <laughs> what, if some, what if someone's taking your parking space? <laughs> you come in and someone's sitting in your seat like they were this morning. <laughs> it's a, Get out of my way. You know, what, what, if, what, yeah. if, what if your you know, kid's church is full of unruly... <laughs> ungodly, you know, people. Like, what are you, you going to do? And your children have to mix with people that are ungodly. You've tried to protect them for years, and neither meeting them in church. Yeah, the um, audacity. So, yep, real, real things. Yeah, <laughs> very exciting. So, yes, let, let's pray for the rise of the apostolic chiefs. Yes, pray for those the, the chiefs that will have the courage. Yes and come on wisdom to say this is it let's let's do this yeah let's do this and again i don't believe it's nightly meetings for everybody i think there'll be some people it'll be nightly meetings for i think there's others it will be you know just setting aside time to allow god to be allow jesus to be king Mm -hmm. in in our corporate gatherings Mm -hmm. so yeah. And there's a bunch of underutilized people. Let's be honest. There's probably a bunch of you that know that you're underutilized, that you've got stuff to give, and you're just not, there's not enough happening for you to give it. So mm-hmm. um, maybe this is why we're, we're, we've been equipping people for decades. So. It's time, isn't it? Yeah. 2023, baby. Yes. All right. Bless you guys. Yes. 
All right, lovely people. All right, take care. Pray for the chiefs that they would have I'll courage. Pray for the apostolic chiefs. That that chiefs, chiefs. not chiefs. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a Freudian slip. <laughs> the apostolic. <sighs> It's when you say one thing, I mean your mother. As you know, we love to have a little bit of fun we too. Do. So, um, yeah. all right, so. love you guys. Thanks for jumping in. See you next week.